Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. Okay, popping in here really quickly to share a new resource that I know is absolutely going to blow your mind. Insert the mind blown emoji right here. (laughs) I am introducing a brand spanking new resource called the Find Your Project Management Mojo Quiz. I get it. Running a business, serving clients and wearing all the hats in your business is fun at first until you realize that your business has become your life. If you are wondering how to escape this hustle mentality, get more time freedom and white space in your calendar and scale your business CEO style, this quiz is just for you. Think of it. What would you do with an extra two hours every week? Would you take a well-needed break? Would you brainstorm your next million Would you brainstorm your next million dollar idea? Would you bake a cake? Okay, I just had to put that in there because I love baking. Or would you spend more time with your family? By taking this two minute quiz, I can assure you that if you follow the steps to leveling up your system of managing your day to day tasks based on your quiz results, you are going to get back two hours of your work week guaranteed. Once you get your customized success plan, which will be delivered into your inbox after completing the quiz, drop me a DM on Instagram and tell me one thing you've learned about your mojo. I cannot wait to see you take this quiz and get the resources that you need to scale your business like the CEO that you truly are. So head over to rebeccak.co forward slash quiz and take the quiz right away. Let us get you to scaling minus the burnout plus the time freedom that you've been dreaming of. You are listening to episode 27 of the Solo to CEO podcast. Now, the six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure metrics are thrown around left, right, and center on the streets of the internet these days. And not many people are talking about who you need to be to hit those elusive metrics in your business, right? Everyone is talking about the marketing strategy, the sales strategy, which are all important, but who you need to be is so much more important. And I'm so excited about today's guest because Julie is one of the few, if not only coaches, that brings together the mindset work and the strategy work that you need to get those results. Because it's not just about being the doer of all the things in your business, but it's about 
being that CEO that you are working so hard towards now and making decisions like you are already at that level in your business. So if you're feeling stuck or if you feel like you've tried all the strategies in your business and it's not working or you just can't get to this next level and you're at this plateau, this is one episode I want you to listen to very carefully. Julie is a former Fortune 500 marketing executive who has taken her passion for business and marketing to help women create businesses and income streams that create passion, purpose, profit, and protection for themselves and their families. Julie is the podcast host of the Ignite Her Mind show, which I highly recommend, and has been a guest on many other podcasts. As a client in one of Julie's mastermind programs, it has been such an honor interviewing her on my podcast and I enjoyed it so, so much. So ladies, let's get to the show and be inspired to take inspired action. Hey, Julie, welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast. How are you? Rebecca, I'm so good. I am so happy to be here with you and all of your listeners. I am so, so excited. You know, as a mentor, it's so nice to be on the other side of the mic today interviewing you as, you know, one of my business mentors. So maybe just go ahead and tell us a bit about yourself and your journey to getting to what you do now and how you support women in business and, you know, women who want to get those big goals. Yes. Well, thank you again so much for having me. And it is fun to be on this side of the mic, I have to say. So yes, so I'm Julie Ciardi. I live in New York and I kind of had that very traditional upbringing of you go to school, you go to college, you, you know, go to get and land a great job. And then the whole purpose is going up the corporate ladder, continuing to get the next promotion and the next promotion and was on that cycle and frankly wasn't very happy. I should have been happy, right? Should because it was making great money. Um, had three beautiful children in that time of being in corporate and, you know, had the house and the vacations and the things and the experiences, which were awesome too. But I was missing my purpose. I felt this very big gap in my life that I wasn't really living the true purpose I was supposed to be living. And I was very confused by it, to be honest. I didn't know what that was going to mean. And so I uh, decided one day after 20 years in corporate that I wanted to do my own thing. I didn't know exactly what that was going to pan out to be, but I decided to take a very big leap of faith and leave corporate, uh, start my own businesses and become an entrepreneur, a CEO myself. And uh, it's been a wild ride. As I tell everyone that I work with, it does not happen overnight. And it's not a straight line of success. It's uh, a lot of twists and turns and figuring things out and a whole lot of personal growth. And now I'm in a position where, you know, I've got this incredible company where we're helping women all over the world go after their goals and their dreams, whether that be on the business side of things or in life, and that it doesn't have to be a life of shoulds and predetermined pathways anymore, that we actually get to have choice in how our lives play out. And it literally, I pinch myself every day that I get to do it. And I'm pretty proud of myself for making that really big decision to leave corporate. Yes. And one of the beneficiaries of that decision, I am so, so grateful that you did because just like you, there are so many other women who just feel like they're stuck in this 
predetermined path and because that's what everyone else is doing, it's so hard to break that cycle. So maybe tell us how you were able to, you know, break through and come up with your own way to success, despite what other obstacles were there. And I'm sure there were other naysayers around, you know, so many other things that were against this path that you were going on. Oh, totally. And it starts with me, right? It starts with each of us. It has to start there first. And then, of course, once we make that decision, yeah, absolutely. All things kind of come you know, in front of us, people and circumstances that can set us off the course. But it first had to start with me. And it really wasn't even, yes, it was a breakthrough. But what was funny is that I had a nudge, a pull on my soul for decades, I just didn't think it was possible, right? So from the time I was in my mid-20s all the way until I actually left corporate, which was in my early 40s, so 20 years, all along the way, there were signs, there were opportunities, there was that tug, this tug, tug, tug on my heart and my soul. And I just kept pushing it away because I just didn't think it was possible, And it was scary. And I didn't see other examples in front of me of what was possible. Because sometimes I think we need to see others maybe doing it and doing what we want to do to even know that it's possible. And I really didn't see anything like that. And so I kind of stayed in that comfort zone. And finally, I always say that the universe, God, whatever you believe, your soul is pulling at you and the universe God will come along and give you like these signs and these messages. And sometimes when we do not listen and we keep pushing it aside, it kind of like comes to a head and it's exactly what happened. It was a hope and a wish and a, like, I wish maybe someday. And the company that I was in, um, I love how this works. I love how the universe works. Basically all of a sudden after like 20 years of being a pretty virtual workforce environment decides they're going to now make everybody go back into offices. They picked like cities that were the most expensive cities in the United States to move everybody to. And it was going to mean for me, Rebecca, that I would have to commute over two hours each way a day to be in an office. And it was mandated now. And I have three kids and my husband at the time was um, a police officer and worked kind of crazy hours. And a lot of the kids stuff fell on me and for me to be gone for like at least 13, 14 hours a day out of the home was not, no way. Like that was the deciding point and like having to get to that point. I wish I didn't have to get to that point to make the decision, Uh, but that was when it went from a, a someday, a dream or a hope to now this has got to happen. I need to do my own thing. I want time freedom. I don't want someone coming to tell me your whole life's about to change because we changed our workforce strategy. You know, I didn't want to be trapped in that. I wanted to have more control and say in my life. So first I had to start with me. And once it became more of a decision versus just this hope or a wish, Then I started to, of course, actively seek out, well, how, and is anyone else doing anything like this? And of course, that's when I started to see tons of people doing it, right? I was starting to listen to podcasts and hear what other women were doing and seeing examples. And it it opened this whole other world to me 
of possibility. And I was close to it before because it was always like, oh, it's a someday. But once you make that decision, it's funny how this works, right? Then your brain, you're aware and you start to seek out and it seeks you out as well. And so I started to see what was possible. And so then I you know, decided, well, we're leaving and I'm going to do this. And let me tell you, lots of naysayers. <laughs> um, yeah. My husband at the time, he was very supportive of me doing it, but it's not like you have overnight success when you are building a business. And it was very bumpy at times because, you know, I left this huge high paying corporate job and yet still not making anywhere near the money that I was making in that corporate job it caused a lot of friction, as you can imagine. And I also had, you know, friends, accountants, like lots of other people that were like, okay, like really not understanding what I was doing. I think worried. I'm sure my parents were very worried. They didn't say it, but I'm sure they were. And so what happens is, is that when you make these big decisions, you yourself, right? You have to do so much personal growth and development and work to stick with it, to have the persistence to stay the course of this goal, this thing that you want so badly, even with the naysayers, with people questioning it, without seeing the results right here in your hands, right? Without seeing, like, of course it's easy for someone to leave a corporate job if they're already making a bunch of money. No, there's no worry there. There's no doubt. There's no, there's really no personal growth involved, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It requires that inner work. It's so much more important than all the how. Like, well, how do I build the business and how do I do that? It was more needing to be tough inside, mentally strong to stay the course throughout the bumps and the naysayers and all of the things. Oh, wow. That is so, so powerful. And it's such a segue into the next question I wanted to ask, because when we make that decision, I still remember when I made that decision that I wanted to build this business to get me the freedom. I went straight into the how, like looking, okay, this is what this six-figure business owner is doing. This is what this multi-million dollar business owner is doing. Let me try and do this. Let me try and do that. Where do you start? Because most of us are going to start with the Instagram strategy, the marketing strategy, and then not do the mindset work and the heart set work that is necessary to get those results that we really want. It's so normal to go to the how. But what I like to start with is two big things, right? Because I think what happens is, is that we get really stuck in the tactics. So you brought up Instagram, right? So we get stuck into the tactics of, okay, well, I want to have Instagram look a certain way and I want to be posting certain content and like all these things. That's all just a tactic, right? It's just a thing that you're doing, but why? Who are you showing up there for? It's not for us, right? If we're we're creating a business, we're using a platform like an Instagram or LinkedIn or anything like that for a reason. And it's for someone outside of us. And so I think the big trap that a lot of people get stuck in is kind of two big things. One, the inner work, which we can talk about next because I have some tips there. But we also get stuck when we go right into the how and what platform and all things. We miss a huge piece of this, which is it literally has nothing to do with us. It totally has to do with who the heck are we serving and what are we providing for them? 
what happens for your ideal client after they work with you? Because it's not about us, right? People are going to pay us money when they see that, oh my gosh, you understand what I'm, I'm struggling with. You understand what my pain is. You have a solution. You can help me. Here's my money, right? And we miss this and we get stuck in how things are supposed to look and the branding and the colors and the, you know, the photo shoots and all of these things. And it's like, that's all great. But first start with who are you helping? It's like you almost want to start to get an energetic connection to your person. When you do that, you know what platform you're going to go on. You know what content you're going to provide. You know what you're going to say. You know what you're going to offer. So don't make the mistake of jumping into the tactics without really understanding who you're trying to help and serve. And as you and I have had this conversation, it evolves. It's not like you decide it's this one day. You're going to continue to shape it and morph it. The more people you work with, the less academic it is and the more real life it is because you're working with real clients. You're hearing from real people that you want to help. Your message gets refined and it gets better and better and better. So the first big one is really just get into the energetic spirit of the person you're trying to help. A lot of that other stuff gets a lot clearer on the how. On the inner work, you know, what I think is really interesting too is that I call it you create your to be list, right? So if you're going to become this multiple six figure CEO of your company, I really believe you start looking at your business as your company and that you're the CEO of it. How is she showing up? Like even just making a list of her characteristics. How does she show up? She's probably a great decision maker. She probably trusts her intuition. She's probably showing up to serve. She delegates. She is setting up her business in a way that can scale, right? Like it's it's all these things. You're kind of like writing it down. Like you may not be her right now because maybe you don't have that multiple six-figure business right now, but you have to start becoming her, making decisions like her now. And that's where the personal growth comes from, right? Because some people are like, yes, I need mindset and I need to personally grow. And like, we get that academically, but the way that you can really tap into it and make it happen is you start to see yourself already as that CEO of that business or that company. And you almost use that version of you as one of your board of directors, right? Like, so when you're stuck on a decision, you don't have a lot of confidence when you're first starting out and you're not sure are you making the right decisions, right? Well, just take a different perspective, be her, right? And well, how would she make the decision? And the funny thing is, you know, so trust your intuition, trust your gut, trust your soul, because it's actually, that's that version of you trying to actually guide you, like tap into her and make decisions like her. That's the personal growth. It's really being her before you have those results in your hand. Wow. That, oh my goodness. I've never thought about it that way. When you said board of directors, I felt like it just hit home because I'm also a corporate gal. And a lot of times we're second guessing ourselves, trying to do so many different things. And I think it still goes back to that root cause of 
what work are you putting first? Is it the mindset work or is it the doing work? Because if you're not doing that first, then you're going to just continue in that, you know, circle, vicious cycle, and you're not going to see the results. So maybe just give us some of the tips that have helped you along your journey when it comes to plugging into that mindset work, because there's so much out there. And I think a lot of times we just get bogged down with the overwhelm of trying to do all the things. Yeah. Um, and trying to do it perfectly. You know, a lot of us have that weakness because perfection I've learned from you is a weakness. It is not something to, you know, be proud about. Perfection is procrastination in a nicer draft. I was waiting for you to say that. That's all it is. (laughs) That's all it is, right? Perfection is just a fancier, more acceptable way to say I'm procrastinating on something. So be honest with that, right? So that's really, really important. So I would say it's two big things, right? So it's not like I'm going to go work on my mindset versus working on my business. To me, they are like so intertwined, it's ridiculous. So I'm a big fan. You know this because you work with me, but... You have to stay tethered to material that is going to keep you focused and centered on like your level of awareness. We don't want you down in the weeds of your business where you're not looking up and you're not being that version of you that's already the six-figure CEO. You're so down here. And so I'm a big fan of... I love podcasts. I love books. I love, you know, a good video that's inspiring and all the things. But the mistake everyone makes is that they're like in the do and trying to figure everything out. And then maybe they'll go to a Tony Robbins event for a weekend. And then they're back in the do of what they're trying to do. And then they'll maybe listen to a podcast that like lights them up. But then by tomorrow, they're back here. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens, right? And instead, I really see your mindset work as your daily food. It's like this daily habit. Some days it could be long. Some days you might need a lot of it. Some days you just want to sit and you want to read or you want to go for a walk and listen to something. Great. Other days, I say have a stack of books that you literally study. Not that you read on the bookshelf. I used to be like that. Just the next book, the next book. And you'd read a book and you're like, oh, yes. And you're all pumped up and you're excited. And then you don't do anything different because you didn't really study it. You didn't really understand it. And so I like, even if I only have a little bit of time, you know, I'll pick up one of my favorites, right? Think and Grow Rich. And I'll just like open it to like some page. And it's funny how the universe and God works. It's usually something you need to hear. And I will just read. I underline, like my books are falling apart because I'm in them so much. I have things highlighted and underlined and, you know, over and over and over again. And that's how I start having that progressive growth of who I am and that awareness, right? So there's that piece of it that I truly believe is a daily practice rather than every once in a while you go to an inspirational event or you listen to that podcast or you read a book once. That's one. But the second piece, this is where it integrates. You have to then do, you have to act, right? So You have to show up and work on your business as that person and in that growth. So here's what happens, right? So let's say you're reading something around persistence and why persistence is so important. There's a great chapter in Thinking Grow Rich all about persistence. He even has a formula in there about 
like how to develop persistence, right? It's a, it's a really important, good formula. Well, great. I read that this morning. And now let's say I do a launch. I'm in the middle of a launch. I'm launching something in my business, or I have three consults that afternoon or something like that, right? And nobody signs up and joins me in my business. No one becomes a client. Now, this is where the application of what I was reading in the morning needs to now be put into practice because you can't just read something and not put it into practice, right? Mm -hmm. So this has happened to me many times where we've launched something and it didn't go anywhere or, you know, we didn't have the kind of results that we expected with something. And because I'm so tethered to the material of this is the long game, this is not overnight, those that have success don't give up. That's it. They don't give up, right? And, and so because I'm in that material, I can handle showing up and doing work in my business. And if the results aren't exactly what I wanted them to be, it's okay because I've been tethered to the material. Another great example, because that would be more of like a, a negative in the business that you need the material to help you with the negative. But I also use it from a co-creation standpoint. So I will be reading you know, some of the books, what I love is Your Invisible Power by Genevieve Bayrand. And, and she really talks about, you know, connecting to source and co-creation and just having this vision of what you want next. Like if it's in your business and you know that you need to create some kind of a program or something that's like not one-on-one anymore and it needs to be group, but you're not really sure and you're like stuck in the details and you haven't made any decisions, you could read something from that. And just know, okay, I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to relax. I'm going to visualize the outcome that I desire. And it's amazing how you start to get creative hits, downloads, like this intuitive, like it's it's real co-creation, you know? So to me, it is so together. And so you can't Mm -hmm. do one without the other. If you just sit in the mindset work, you'll never have anything because you're not putting it into practice. And then if you're just in the doing, you're going to give up when the going gets tough and it will get tough because it's that's how it is. Ask any CEO anywhere, right? That's why they're so married together, if that makes sense. Yes. And I think that's where there's also this disconnect because you can go to this one side of being this manifestation junkie and then not seeing any results or you could be on the other side where you are just being the doer from nine to five every single day or whatever hours it is you work on your business but not tuning into that intuition which is what I believe you're talking about when it comes to co-creation and I think it's also because of back to what you said at the start of this interview you should you know we always hear people saying you should do this You should be on Instagram at this time. You should be doing all these different programs. You should, 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 should. And then we're not going into that quiet space and, you know, tuning in with source or with God, whatever God means to you and just getting those hits of inspiration to create things that you would never be able to do if you didn't get into that space. And here's the thing, Rebecca, that is when everything changed for my business. I was in Mm. that should standpoint in the business. I was listening to too many podcasts, too many gurus, 
too many other people like, oh, you're doing that. You're trying this. You're doing this. And what happened is I went in such that should, well, I should also have passive courses and I should have this and I should have high ticket and I did all this stuff. And what happened is, is I really got stuck and I really wasn't growing. I really wasn't, you know, expanding my business. I was in all these places until I got quiet. And I always say, right, you got to stand guard the door of your mind. I think Jim Rohn said that. Like you got to stand guard at the door of your mind. I'm a big fan of this. I think you should get very specific. You listen to a couple of people that have what you want, that are tied and you have mm-hmm. your, you, you're trusting your intuition and you shut out all other things. Because I really believe this, all offerings can work, all marketing strategies can work, all sales strategies, all social media platforms, like they all work. What doesn't work if you're trying to do so many things for so many different people on so many different platforms, you're literally going to burn out and you're not going to be able to get where you want to go. So you've got to just get that uh, discipline to really narrow in and say, okay, even if it's for a year or six months, say for the next six months, I am only following and listening to like this one person or these two people. I'm like, that is it. And I'm going to go all in and I'm going to also listen into my gut and I'm going to do that getting quiet and, and that co-creative thinking. That's when you start really making really good decisions in your business. You start to put things on repeat. Putting things on repeat mm-hmm. is so important in business for so many reasons. And so to me, that's really important that you get that discipline and you stop thinking that there's another answer out there that's easier. Yeah. There isn't. None of it's easier than the rest of it, right? Like that's a mistake that I see happen to a lot of people. Love that. And I think that discipline goes back to who do you need to become? Because if you're that six-figure, seven-figure CEO, you're going to be disciplined to be consistent and to focus and, you know, to do what needs to get done, even when things aren't going your way. So you got it. Such, such great tips. Awesome. Thank you so much, Julie. As we wrap up, we usually have two fun questions that we ask. So the first one is, I know this might be a hard one for you, but what is your favorite book of all time? Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a hard one. I would say Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say favorite because it's not like you read it and you're like, it's not like a fiction book that, you know, is like so entertaining, right? It's, It's my favorite in that it's the manual Mm. for success. Like it's right here in this book. And if you're willing to see it as such and have some patience with it to study it, game changing. And a manual needs to be studied. You can't just like go through it once and then put it on the shelf and go on with life. So, 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 so true. Second one question is, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, what would my superpower be? If I could have a superpower, I would love to fly. Yes. (laughs) Because I just, I love to experience things and be all over the place and meet new people everywhere. And to me, regular travel can be such a pain. (laughs) If I could fly, I feel like I could bring my message and my convictions and my help to like so many more people. And I could have such really cool, rich experiences um, by being able to fly. 
<laughs> Julie to the rescue. <laughs> I just have you on speed dial and you would be here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, Julie. I am sure by the time all the ladies listen to this episode, they will want to know where they can find you, how they can work with you. So please go ahead and share. Yes, I was going to say, I know not everyone is in the US or Canada. So I'll give you two things you can do. If you are in the US or Canada and you are listening to this, I would love for you to text Rebecca to 617-752- 8155. And that way I'll know that you came from this podcast and we'll give you a little special gift. If you can't, if that's not, then just email us, just email us at team at juliecrd.com and let us know that you heard us on this podcast and that you would love a copy of the responsibility article. This is a really powerful article. So you can either text us that or you can email us, ask us for the responsibility article. We will send it to you. It is so powerful and can literally change your life. We highly recommend just like anything, you study it, you read it for at least a few days in a row to really allow yourself to experience the power behind this particular article. It is so good. It is worth sending Julie's team that email. This article is going to change your life. I had to read it for like a month almost, and it's amazing. It's it's going to be a game changer. So thank you so, so much, Julie, once again for being on the show. And to all the ladies, the links will be in the show notes as well. So definitely check them out there. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO Community for Female Coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go in there even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? Jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.